Hello and welcome to the weekly reboot, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. Today a mini hack and it's all about resisting the urge to perfect things and why you can't let perfect get in the way of good. So this is actually an example of one of the seven deadly wastes of lean. I'll link to all of those wastes in the show notes if you don't know them all off by heart, but the type of waste is known as overprocessing. That is putting too much work into the product to the extent that it doesn't justify the value that the product generates. And when you phrase it like that, it can make you feel instantly bad about all of the overprocessing you may have been putting into work that you've done in the past. So what do I mean by perfection and overprocessing? Well, here are a few examples that come to mind. One example, a pretty common one, is when you create some kind of fancy presentation that is to an internal audience of people inside your company where something less fancy or even some decent conversation could have sufficed. And I'm definitely guilty as charged of this one, but in the scheme of things, I like to think I'm on the low end of the scale and that I keep my artifacts pretty scrappy and lo-fi. But if I'm aware of that and I'm still guilty of it, then imagine how many others out there are as well. Another example is solving customer problems in too big of a way that's not really necessary and actually just adds complexity. So sometimes we do things like use complicated controls for doing things in software for our customers when entering text would have been sufficient. One example is date pickers when entering dates might be okay by text. Another example is using separate fields to enter email addresses, one before and one after the ampersand. This means that what you're doing now is stitching together those bits of the email address before validating it, instead of letting the user enter the whole thing and then validating it all as one thing. And this is just one tiny example, but tiny amounts of overdoing it soon coalesce to add up to a whole lot of waste, which is often hidden just below the surface. Another example of overprocessing is duplicating testing efforts or testing things that can never go wrong and this can sometimes happen because people testing are very distant from what's going on inside the application so we end up doing these whole testing efforts for things that are never ever going to break which is just waste and, and over processing. So now that we have a grasp of what some of those examples of overdoing the polish perfection and over processing are what are some of the other reasons apart from the fact that they create and hide waste what are the other reasons that we should shun perfectionism? Well, another reason is that perfectionism or the idea of perfect is often in the eye of the beholder. And that eye isn't necessarily the eye or the opinion of your customer. So there's a good chance that you're missing what's valuable to the customer and instead pleasing yourself and your own definition of perfect. And unless you're a one person authority on what's being delivered, then you're gonna to have to have some arguments internally about whose perspective of perfect is the right one as well. Perfect is also a closed-minded concept. It implies that there is an ultimate state to get to an ultimate perfect state and shuts down the more open concept or idea that things can always be better. Perfect also leads you into some other behaviours like holding on to things until they are perfect rather than setting free a good enough idea and confirming that it is good enough. And this tendency to hold on to things, to ideas, to designs, to products until they are perfect leads us into making things into big batches and doing once and only once launch type things, which increases the risk that you could miss an opportunity entirely and a competitor could beat you. It increases the risk that you might miss an early return on your investment. And it also misses some learning opportunities for you if you batch up everything into a big batch and deliver it in a kind of large launch. 
There's also a lot of pressure that comes with trying to achieve perfection and this can leak into teams who might then feel inadequate and unable to please some internal stakeholders high bar of perfection or they could feel failure and then stop striving for success entirely or stop taking risks. And it can also lead to other bad behaviours like hiding potentially important information that is avoiding some kind of openness and transparency and, and closing down constructive critique. Whereas getting something good enough and getting it done creates a positive momentum and feels good. Have you ever created a card after finishing something just so you can move it to done? If you have, and I admit that I have, then it's because it feels really good to get things done and into the done column. So what then can we do to break this habit that we all sometimes have where we stray into the dangerous and wasteful territory of making things perfect? I'll be back after this short message to talk more about this. But first, let me tell you a few pieces of interesting news. The first piece being that last conference is coming soon and you can register now for last conference. And if you do, I'll see you in Melbourne on the 30th of July, 2019, because guess what? We are recording an episode of the weekly reboot live at last conference. Ed O'Shaughnessy and I will be stirring up all kinds of debate that we'd love you to come and be involved in. And we'll be opening up the mics to listen to some esteemed agilists and leaders in that session. So um, look in the show notes, I'll link to the registration details. But get your tickets soon because they are cheap and they always sell out. A registration link will be in our show notes. But that's not all. To friends that might be remote from major cities that Last Conference travels to, Ed has tallied up a remote version of Last Conference called Last Anywhere and there'll be more info on that in the coming days and the coming episodes. Thanks for staying with us. So then, in order to keep ourselves true to delivering value and minimising waste, here are a few hacks to keep perfection in check. Break things down into small pieces so you can stop before it's perfect. One of my favourite obsessions is about breaking things into small things and you can listen to another podcast episode all about that called Small, Smaller, Smallest from earlier this year, I think it was in March. You can use an iterative approach. So I'm not just talking about sprints here, but the idea that whatever you're building, be it a product or a PowerPoint or a design, that it's iterative and incremental and that you can start simple and build upon it from there. This creates all kinds of opportunities for you to get other feedback on your thing. Hopefully customer feedback, but even other people around you can give feedback and it stops you from holding onto things before setting them free. And that's the next idea, encourage open, honest feedback. And if you wanna be in an environment that is open to feedback and it isn't too hooked on perfection, then you can start role modeling that kind of behavior yourself and it will leak into the behaviors of the people around you. So try this, try asking for feedback on something that's half finished, stating that I'm not finished yet, but I wanna show it to you first and get some feedback and get some ideas on it. It's a really powerful thing to do that in an out loud kind of way and it can inspire those around you to start doing the similar things. And finally, this one comes from my buddy Tony, which is that the Aussie phrases like she'll be right and nah, good enough should be used and spread around the world. Finally, I wanted to leave you with a little story and a little quote that I picked up in 2012. We were at Agile Australia and Roy Singham, who was the founder and chairman of ThoughtWorks, was leading the day two keynote. ThoughtWorks had been doing some pro bono work with something called Open MRS about open sourcing access to health improvements for the world's most impoverished communities. And, and I think it was in Africa that they did that work. Anyway, there was part of his talk where he said that some big wig tech company CEO 
had openly criticised the team that had hacked together a rapid working solution, which had assisted a community that was in dire need of health solutions. And this bigwig had inferred that the team's solution was inferior or that his own giant tech company could have implemented a much more sophisticated solution. And Roy's retort back to the bigwig was, good enough is good enough to save a life. So that's what I keep in mind when I catch myself spending too long on things, trying to achieve a level of perfection that's not necessary or making things overly complicated. That good enough is good enough and I remember Roy's words and about what's really important to people. So that's our mini hack for this week. I hope it makes you stop polishing a presentation and ask someone for feedback. If it does, let us know. We love your feedback and hearing from you. Email us at rebootme at rebootco.com.au. And this is probably good enough for me to stop recording now and ship it. Catch you next week at 4pm for another exciting episode of the Weekly Reboot, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. This week's Weekly Reboot was brought to you by Last Conference.